Milton Keynes Metalworks, crafting metals and chemicals since 1982. Welcome to How to Be Cool in 2024. Episode 3 Climate Change. You might be thinking, just a second, Sam, what does climate change have to do with being cool? I don't remember the Fresh Prince of Bel Air or Bart Simpson ever talking about climate change. I haven't seen the later seasons, but may indeed have talked about it. So what's it got to do with being cool? Well, considering global warming is a large part of climate change, stopping global warming is very cool. <laughs> uh, uh, because you're literally uh, cooling the planet and cancelling out the warming, so it kind of works like a pun. Although it's worth noting, uh, if you don't show you care about the environment in the current cultural climate, uh, then you can consider yourself a hot square. <laughs> uh, but no, people will judge you. Gone are the days of bullying the kids in the playground who shout, my lunchbox is plastic free. Uh, now it's the kids with the clinged film sandwiches who are getting fists to the belly and being called things like plastic packer and environment wrecker, one use urine stain, human landfill, and no good wasteful wank flannel. So if you want to be cool, you should follow suit. Um, I personally have started reusing my ice cubes by saving the end of my drink and other people's and pouring it back into my ice cube tray. Some other great food waste tips, if you're peeling a potato, then throwing the peel straight out the window so it can biodegrade in the rain a lot quicker than in the bin is a, a great thing to do. You can also freeze just about anything, uh, milk, marshmallows, the roses you got for Valentine's, it all keeps in the freezer. Although saying that, it takes a lot of energy to heat a freezer, so I like to turn it off in two hour intervals. Um, it means I have to be at home a lot, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for the planet. And that kind of sacrifice uh, relating to a, a freezer, that's pretty cool as well. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stop the cooling puns now. Um, Freddie maybe put a, a drum thing in there after I say the joke, sort of like a badum cha, you know. I've also put a timer in my shower. Um, I admit my housemate Raphael wasn't very keen on the idea and actually kept taking it down. Um, but I assume that was a, a cultural misunderstanding as I eventually explained it and he said, and I quote, Wow man, you're really the coolest housemate I've ever had. Uh, he did barge my shoulder as he walked away. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think he's got difficulties judging body space. But just a second. Rewind. Global warming? For those who don't know, it's basically the warming of the Earth caused by CO2 emissions breaking down the ozone crust allowing the sunbeams to smash the Earth more than it did before. And that's a direct scientific quote from my notes. So it's pretty technical, and I think that's what puts some people off. Uh, it's very hard to understand, and even harder to see. Uh, so to deal with the latter, I've taken to putting little post-it notes everywhere I go, around the house, around other people's houses, on the bus, in the shops, on the bus again, and back home. I only did it for a day. But I wrote on the post-its things like, Global warming is a thing. Beware of global warming. The Earth is heating up. It's getting hot. Core, is anyone feeling the heat? Call the fire brigade. Oh, wait, you can't because they're on fire. And quite simply, hot earth death, in all caps. Uh, hopefully that will catch the attention of the less interested. 
obviously there are some groups who protest quite keenly. Uh, for example, a certain group threw a, a bucket of tomato and basil soup over a painting to make a point about um, uh, global warming. Uh, not sure of the link there, but personally I'm fully behind the sentiment. Uh, food waste is terrible, and by throwing soup at a painting, they're showing wasting food impact. Or oh, was that about oil? Stop oil, stop food, flowers, painting, something, oil. It's all that that was they were trying to make 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 a point of the fact that the, it's an oil painting to stop oil. They need to throw food to stop the global warming. Anyway, I am fully behind it. Um, but equally, personally, I would never vandalize a piece of art painted by a man many, many years ago, which people now have on their pencil cases and computers. Um, I mean, that's uh, that is too far for me. <laughs> um, you know, just just imagine poor Van Gogh painting away all those years ago with with his favorite brush for quite a while, um, probably, uh, you know, a few hours or something. And uh, and it was really good. Everyone, you know, all agreed. You, you can't paint a better picture of flowers. Some people have said, I, I'm sure. And, and 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 then they just go and throw tomato soup with basil on it. Uh, how are we supposed to look at that painting now? And, you, you know, can we print a new one? Yes, yes, we could, but but it wouldn't be the original. And could you recreate the original with paint, you know, in the same way? Yes, there are people who do that, but, you know, it's a big deal. So um, I, I I draw the line there, personally. I, I'm not a big fan of protests in general, to be honest. Uh, I, I would never dream of sticking myself to anything. Um, I mean, I, I have a deep phobia of glue, so I've had it ever since my foster sister glued me to an old woman on the tube when I was a child. Um, the old woman ran away in fear, but obviously she took me with her on her back, which, which made her more afraid. Um, I couldn't escape. She was screaming. I was screaming. And uh, finally, she ran into a police station. And uh, when I blamed my foster sister, she simply told them it was me who'd done it um, to protest against the elderly, something I've never done and never will do. And I'd just like to say, old people, I wish you all the best. I uh, hope to one day become one of you and join your fantastic community. Um, until then, I'm here for you. If you need me to get something for you from a high shelf, uh, walk you across a, a, a busy road, or help you get a tattoo of your granddaughter's name to apologise for striking her in a confused rage. Um, that last one happened last Christmas. Looking for metals and chemicals which are processed in a way which is friendly to the environment? Then Milton Keynes Metalworks is here for you. We nullify our environmental impact by funding various green projects in the UK and abroad. From planting a tree in a car park in Runcorn to disposing of inactive batteries in Estonia, we are proud to do our bit for the planet. What's more, with every order made before the 1st of June, you'll get a free Milton Keynes Metalworks bobblehead, which is branding our signature eco-friendly t-shirt with an Earth logo, to celebrate climate change. Milton Keynes Metalworks. We do it because we can. Bobblehead not recyclable. The Runcorn car park tree was taken down for safety reasons in 2019. What can we do? Uh, well, Tim, my friend who happens to be a homosexual, who I happen to meet on Tinder, 
is very invested in battling climate change, and I'm all for it too. Um, he's given me plenty of tips and inspired me to take steps of my own, um, from freezing my socks so I don't have to wash them, to burning every plastic container I own. Transport, another big one that has a huge impact, and we can't blame John Ford or Kieran Mercedes for inventing some of the finest automobiles the world's ever seen. Um, we also can't blame Milton Keynes Metalworks, crafting metals and chemicals since 1982. If you'd like more information or want to purchase some metals or uranium, do get in touch or visit their website, miltonkeensmetalworks.org. But back to transport. Driving a car nowadays is as good as melting your children in the sun for fun. Um, while you eat a sticky bun and then finish the job with a gun. Um, one of the best things you can do to be cool when it comes to climate change is take the train. Uh, the train, in my opinion, is the best machine to emit steam, excluding the smoke machine. Um, without which we wouldn't have the cocky horror picture show or any major pop diva concerts. And I, I, I don't want to imagine a world where Beyonce walks out onto a stage with only lasers, fireworks, pyrotechnics, strobe lighting and a fixed PA rig, but no cloud of smoke. I'm sorry, I don't care how bad the environment gets. We need smoke machines. And equally, trains are such a wonderful beacon of our future uh, that many children's films and television shows aimed at the next generations have been made uh, about trains, from, from uh, the railway children to Thomas the Tank Engine to... Uh, if, a train sea beaker. Anyway, trains are simply wonderful. Uh, not only do you get to sit back and have a good old listen to a few of your favourite albums without having to keep your hands on a wheel like a chimp clinging to a tyre, uh, you also get the train man coming round with his uh, trolley of sweet treats and uh, cold sandwiches, costing up to and including £35, depending on your meal. Not only that, unlike driving your own car, on the train you get to speak to your fellow passengers make friends, or simply acquaintances. I, for one, always reserve the table seats so I can be sure to have a good natter, uh, as there will always be three other people at the table, so the chances of all of them ignoring me are pretty slim. Uh, of course, there are some who hide behind their laptops or plop on humorously girthy headphones, as if to say, I don't want to talk to you, but uh, thankfully for me and them, I know sign language. So we're going to talk whether you like it or not, Mrs. Sennheiser. Uh, one woman did purposely ignore me even when I was doing sign language by staring quite firmly out the window, but um, once again, the benefit of train travel, there is a blind you can pull down, and before you know it, you'll be in Talk Town. Next stop, um, Chat Alley. Stop after that, Natta Nightclub. Your final destination, New Friend Avenue. My favourite avenue. I would also warn for the train travellers amongst you, if you do use a rail card, don't forget to renew. Um, I forgot to renew my 25 to 30 rail card and a rather cold, I'll say evil, I think I can stretch to evil, train assistant. Uh, I'm sure he's lovely in his own way when he's maybe, uh, before he lost his way. He pushed me for a rail card, I couldn't provide it because it had expired the week before, and he forced me to buy an entire new ticket for Edinburgh to London. 
Uh, bearing in mind, I'd just done the Edinburgh Fringe, which is my first one ever, and the third gig ever, um, which was a rather bumpy one, which left me uh, a touch depressed. <laughs> so as you can imagine, I wasn't in my happiest place. And I think he could see that, um, but he still said I needed to buy a new ticket and a Mars bar for £4.50 and write down the sentence, I must renew my rail card 45 times on the inside of the packet and then sing him a song about being sorry about not renewing my rail card. Um, I, I actually found it quite funny. I thought he was joking, but uh, he wasn't joking. I think there might have been something wrong with him, but I was afraid, so I did it. He wasn't a chart topper by any means, but uh, I did write a song. It was called Sorry Sorry Mr Train Man and considering it was quite a horrible and traumatic experience overall, it did make me think, maybe I have a career in music one day. Uh, so much so, I actually created uh, what I think the youth might call a demo track based on it, which um, I don't know if it has legs, but it certainly has knees. Um, here's a little snippet. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Trainman, please don't hold this against me. I just want to get to London On the train direct to London My rail card did expire But it was only a week ago Please don't charge me the full ticket price Or I'll be with the mice Eating crumbs on the floor Every day in the red Until I Sell my bed. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Train. I have since complained about him to Northwestern Rail, and they have said, with that member of staff, it's a special case and they will be in touch. They haven't been in touch. I also once had a very old man rub my leg under the table. That's why I don't go in the quiet carriage anymore. But other modes of transport include a bus, ferry and swagway. Uh, bicycles work too, as long as you're not in the north where there are hills which you'll end up rolling back down because your legs aren't strong enough. Speaking from experience. No matter what, it's about making the effort to have a sustainable lifestyle. Of course, recently I've been seeing Tim a lot, and the best way to get to him is by car. So, case-by-case -case basis. But um, uh, overall, obviously the goal is, is, is one single form of transport that we can all take that doesn't use any harmful fuel uh, in any way. Again, I don't want to hoot my own horn, but I have had an idea. Um, and I, I haven't had the heart slash balls to tell Tim yet, or anyone else for that matter. So this is the, the first time I, I'm pitching this, really. Um, it is still just an idea. And if we were to get this off the ground, I'd need someone else, and maybe a few people to help with the engineering, overall blueprinting, possibly some people with some money as well. Uh, although, thankfully, my friend Declan's grandma just fell off the cliff they used for Broadchurch. Um, so I, I'm sort of pinning my hopes on her. Um, or, or her wealth, obviously. She, she herself is, is not going to be very helpful at this point, um, unless she were to return as a, a Christmas Carol-esque spirit, uh, which I'm very open to, if she thinks that's best, um, and it means I get a happy ending, um, in the narrative sense, obviously. Um, I don't want to be wanked off by his grandma's ghost. But essentially, the idea is this. 
one large hovercraft fueled by breath. One large hovercraft fueled by breath. Let that sink in for a second. Although I can tell you now, it would only be the idea sinking, uh, not the craft uh, itself, uh, because it is, uh, if I may say, I think flawless. Um, the idea, essentially, it's a regular hovercraft, a big balloon bottom, as is standard, but in this case, everyone on board would be hooked up to a mouth-breathing apparatus, and they would all simply breathe, um, slightly heavier than usual. I'm thinking a kind of... <laughs> And this air would be pushed out through the fan at the back to give the craft momentum. As long as everyone on board kept breathing, you'd be in Dover in no time. Or France. Or India. Wherever you want to travel to by sea. Uh, I did run this idea past someone on the train, uh, funnily enough. Uh, the rather haughty woman who tried to block me out even when I, I did the sign language. Uh, and she pointed out, well, what if people fall ill? What if people don't breathe as much as they need to? And I said, it's fine. Stop worrying, Mrs. Sennheiser. And she said, my name's not Mrs. Sennheiser. I said, I apologise. I misspoke. But quite simply, if some people don't breathe as much as they should, others will breathe more. The same way if some don't recycle as much as they should, others will recycle more. The world has a wonderful way of balancing itself out. And there's no need to worry. Um... She wasn't convinced, but uh, but then she's not an investor, and she's clearly quite a rude woman with no intent for human bonding. So is that an opinion I even want? Uh, I don't think so. Um, if you do have a slightly more enlightened opinion and are positive about the idea and are financially well off, please do get in touch by emailing samsmile at miltonkeensmetalworks.hovercraft. I can't wait to hear your thoughts and find a partner to take this all the way to Germany. Global warming. It's a term that's been bandied around more than the huff and puff hovercraft. Copyright Sam Smart, 2024. But what does it mean? Well, maybe in a very annoying TED Talk kind of way, it's good to say what it doesn't mean. To be honest, I think this is a bad idea, as saying what something doesn't mean to try and communicate what something does mean seems needlessly subversive and beside the point, but I spoke to a public speaking expert as I was worried this climate change episode wouldn't be very cool at all, uh, and, and actually turn out to be one big preachy mess, and, and she suggested I try the say-what-it-isn't technique to engage listeners. Um, so, apologies. But uh, global warming is not an ice age. You might be thinking, obviously, Sam. But most species alive today have existed through multiple ice ages. What they haven't survived is hot ages. Copyright Sam Smile, 2024. Which, to be honest, I think would be a better name for global warming to really strike fear into people. Obviously, the movie Ice Age uh, did a great job at making the Ice Ages seem a lot less scary by theorising it was mostly sloths and mammoths bickering and looking after wide-headed children in quite an amusing series of events. Uh, whereas a horror movie called The Hot Age, starring frightening actors like Ray Winston and John Nettles, could really bring the threat into the public consciousness. 
it's already a scary concept. I mean, I, I can get my head around being too cold. You know, if you're too cold, you can just put on a hoodie, have a hot chocolate and a double whiskey chaser, hug your dog, do some squats, jog on the spots, pelvic thrusts, or simply Davina McCall's workout video. And you're on a one-way trip to Toasty Town, which will allow you to go back outside into the cold, have a nice chat with someone. Next stop, New Friend Avenue. That's right, our favourite avenue. On the other hand, if you're too hot, the best thing you can do is remove all your clothing, have a magnum and hope for the best. If you even attempt to hug your dog or thrust your pelvis, you can run the risk of upping your inner centigrade so high that your cell proteins start to cook like a fried egg. And before you know it, your inner yolk has gone hard and your brain cooks through like a chicken nugget. And that's something you do not want. I remember one summer my foster father forced me to play horse polo, I got sunstroke, and in my heat-induced stupor, I tried to make out with my foster sister. It was a mistake and a very firm lesson from the sun. Um, the fiery globe, not the tabloid newspaper. Um, the only thing that ever taught me is that Joey Essex has two cars. Anyway, another good point about global warming, yes it's real, but I think by giving it a human form I think we'd all feel more comfortable fighting it. Uh, the same way I'm afraid of being naughty because of Father Christmas, why not Father Warming? Or Santa Heart? If you don't recycle your plastics, you're going to be on Father Warming's naughty list, and instead of coming down your chimney and doing a dump of coal in your stocking, he'll set your house and loved ones on fire. It's a lot more gettable, isn't it? Um, or for the religious types, who, to be fair, tend to be more in denial than the heathens among us, uh, instead of Jesus Christ, Jesus Crisp. If you don't subscribe to the Ten Recycling Commandments, you will burn forever. Not in hell, but on earth. If anything, it makes a lot more fucking sense. Uh, forget water into wine, it's dried up tributaries into water. Forget helping the Samaritan, it's helping the people caught up in storms caused by the West's hideously unrenewable lifestyles. Bread into fishes? How about helping fishes out of plastic bread packets? I'm honestly impressing myself with how easy these reversioned Bible stories are. I might call the priest in a minute. Rich people. Yes, unfortunately they're going to get it in the neck again. Uh, as Tim has told me multiple times now, uh, even though he lives in a detached house and went to a private school, rich people are the problem. Uh, honestly, personally, I don't blame rich people for much. If you have money, I'm not going to hold it against you, unless you pay me to. Um, or unless you take my money, um, which I realise they, they do in various ways, but... Uh, you know, if I wanted it badly enough, I'm sure I could, um, you know, I, I could be rich as well. If, if I enter the lottery more often, I, I always miss the cutoff time in the evenings. It's, uh... Anyway, apparently the richest 10% of the world's population are responsible for over half of all CO2 emissions. If I were earning six digits, I'd be feeling pretty red-faced right now. Uh, of course, it wouldn't matter too much. I'd simply purchase a cosmetic operation to replace my red skin as is the luxury of being rich. And again, as I say, if you've earned your money the hard way, climbing down quarries and selling your wares on the street markets, uh, day in, day out, then, then I salute you and I wish you all the best. Uh, equally, if you simply received a healthy chunk of money from your parents, which meant you didn't have to work while you pursued your creative career, in comedy, for example, then I say two fingers to you, and I hope you encounter some kind of financial loss. It's character building. 
as you so like to tell us. But really, what is the solution? If the richest of the rich are more or less causing the end of the world, should we simply hope they change their ways, or, or should we do something? Uh, I've seen some rather humorous stickers, uh, or at least I hope they're in good humour, saying uh, we should eat the rich. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm against this personally, as I do now subscribe to the uh, vegan lifestyle to be environmentally friendly where I can, uh, i.e. when I'm not in a little chef, Toby's Carvery, Big Easy, Big Bill's Barbecue Bonanza, McDonald's or Kilburn's Killer Kebabs. Instead, I suggest we try to change them the old-fashioned way, by going door-to-door -door to the top 10% of the richest in society with a big bag of environmentally friendly fudge, i.e. made of recycled animal milk waste, and ask them very politely if they would consider not using their jets, automobiles and private planes, and instead take the Huff and Puff hovercraft, copyright Sam Smile 2024. I know it's a long shot and there's plenty of work to do, but with the right amount of money behind me, I'm ready to take this challenge on, make the Huff and Puff brand one of the most financially successful in the world, and while I'm at it, solve all of climate change. Big words from a little man called Sam. Smile. Anyway, the only other thing uh, to cover here, um, I suppose it's it's my own personal climate change. Uh, um, I, I started seeing uh, Tim, who happens to be a homosexual, uh, in a relationship, which which happens to be homosexual. Um, I, I don't know where this leaves me. Um, I always assumed women were the ones I was interested in as they were the ones I was pursuing. Um, but I realise now it, it was maybe a case of uh, the rabbit chasing the hound. Um, wait, no, uh, uh, the rabbit chasing its own tail. Um, well, that's not really right either. The, uh, the cat chasing the dog um, when the dog was dressed as a cat. Uh, but, but then a rabbit got caught in the crossfire. Um, I don't know. Above all else, I think Tim is a swell guy and I, I really wish him all the best. Um, really quite sincerely. He's, uh, he is, uh, the best thing has uh, ever happened to me. So I do hope he can forgive me for buying a Ford Fiesta and ordering that one Big Mac that one time, which, uh, I, yes, that I then took home and, and added a piece of bacon to and then a steak on top. It, it wasn't my proudest moment, um, certainly not my coolest moment, uh, and probably my least environmentally friendly. So um, I do understand why he was equally unfriendly to me as a result. Um, but uh, we all fall out sometimes, uh, and, and all you can do is hope that the other side will respond when you apologise to it. Um, whether that's us apologising to... The Earth or me to Tim? I realise it's quite a heavy-handed metaphor, but it's how I feel. Um, if I could save the planet or my relationship with Tim... Well, it's a stupid question. I'd like both. You can't make me pick. Who even are you? Just some person listening to this. Milton Keynes Metalworks can't make me pick. They're being done for fraud. They haven't got a metal leg to stand on. And if we're talking environmentally, then they really haven't got either metal leg to stand on. Some of their practices are pretty hostile to the environment. Let's just say that, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm being told to come out the studio now. I don't care. I'll say it. They're awful. They're monsters. I hope they go under. I'm sorry to my foster father. I wish him all... Well, actually, no. I don't wish him all the best. He's the owner of a company that is helping to kill our future generations. Tim, if you're listening, I 
for want of a better phrase, love you, so deal with it. I know I'm not very cool, but please reply to my emoji of Jonah Hill. Thanks for listening. P.S. Milton Keynes Metalworks is a stalwart part of Southeast England's metal and chemical industries and are going from strength to strength. They are currently making grand strides in their pledge to the environment and making sure their workers and their families are well looked after and supported now and in the future. They are the coolest company in existence in 2023-2024 and I, Sam Smile, wish them all the best.